Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, champions. <laughs> you all are some champions in the Lord. Amen. <laughs> champions of Christ. Amen. You all may be seated. Praise God. I got to get this word out of me. And then we're going to look down that double barrel again. <laughs> Something about looking down a double barrel, you know. But I want to get this out quick. I don't want to take the Reverend Dunlap any of his time, but the Lord placed this on my heart. So I just want to kind of clear up something that might have been confusing. Amen. So last week I told you all the words are powerful and have life, right? What does it say in Mark? You can have what you say. Amen. Is that what it says? And then I had you all say something for me. You all said, we are champions. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And I see that's in y'all spirit. Y'all come back and say, hey, we champions. Yeah. Amen. In the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Oh, I got to say this to you. This, early this morning, I was watching the Tennis Australian Open's men's final. This was the final. Amen. And a new champion emerged. Amen. Yannick Center. <laughs> Stayed the course and never gave up. What do champions do, saints? Stay the course and never give up. Champions never quit. Amen. We never quit running the race. Amen. And even though he lost the first two sets, if you all know tennis, is three out of five. Now, he lost the first two, many will give up. They say, hey, I can't. I got to win three in a row. That's almost impossible. But he didn't give up. That's what Lord showed it to me. He said, see this new champion emerging? Rudy. I said, I sure do, Lord. <laughs> Champions never quit. Hey, Amen. They don't give up. They fight to the finish. <laughs> oh, Lord. See, the race is not given to the swift or to the strong, but the one who endures to the end. Amen. And I said that. All that to say this, we got some champions up in here. <laughs> and you all know it too, amen. We got some that's going to just fight to the finish, amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, after the match, Rolex is one of the sponsors of the tournament. And after the tennis match, uh, a, a Rolex commercial came on and it said, champions are crowned. And when they said that, right, I'm sitting back like, wow. And then the Lord just leaped something into my spirit. I'm going to read it to you what he, what he showed me. Amen. It's in James 1 and it's verse 12. That was this morning. You might not see it, Cameron. You can go to it if you like. But uh, I didn't put it in there because it just hit me this morning with this one. James 1 and verse 12 says this. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. <clears throat> For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, <clears throat> which the Lord hath promised to them <clears throat> that love him. Amen. <laughs> Champions are crowned. God bless you, man of God. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So champions 
if you keep endurance, to keep your endurance up against temptation, you're going to receive a crown of life. Amen. Rolex had it right. They say champions are crowned. Amen. God promised it to you. But, but how do you really keep enduring temptation? Because it's always coming at us. Amen. You just keep loving God. Isn't that what the scriptures say? <laughs> Which the Lord have promised to them that love him. <laughs> keep loving him. Loving God increases your enduring saints. And he promised this crown to the ones who love him. The crown of life. Amen. <laughs> I'm looking forward to my crown. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that crown. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So I gave you this earthly illustration of a heavenly truth last week using a tennis star, actually. Amen. Novak Djokovic. And, uh, and I used Michael Jordan, a champion. Huh? Michael Jordan had a flu. <laughs> It'd be the final game of the NBA final championship. He's sick. He, he got a fever. <laughs> I mean, you name it. He tired. <laughs> Everything is on the line. The other team is coming at him hard because they want to win the championship. <laughs> Mike say, give me the ball and get out of the way. Hey. Amen. That's a champion. Y'all are some champion saints. Amen. You never quit. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Champions are crowned. The Lord just showed that to me this morning. I want you to know that. <laughs> Champions never quit trying to win. Amen. What's that saying? Winners never quit. And quitters, they never win. See, when you're in Christ and he's in you, you're a champion. You never quit running the race. We run this race in Christ to win. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You all remember what I showed you all that the world uses to defeat champions? <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> the world always uses this. It's the love of money. <laughs> See, that's the root of all evil. I didn't say money. What did I say? The love of money. Because oh, we can use money all day. It's a tool. But when you start loving it, is when you start to do anything. Yeah. Amen. That's yeah. <laughs> why so I like giving a lot of it away. Amen. Yeah. See, when you can't let it go, something's wrong. <laughs> you love it. You can't, you don't think it can, it's going to return to you. The world know that. The world say, if you love something, let it go. And if it comes back to you, it belongs to you. Yeah. Amen. God already said, hey, let it go. Give it right, give, and it shall be given. He already told you how to do it. But because you love it, you don't do it. <coughs> the root of all evil. <laughs> but I want to show you this real quick, because I want the man of God up here pretty quick today. In case you misunderstood this principle, Jesus was teaching that rich young ruler concerning rich man entering to heaven. I'm going to clear it up for you today, Okay. Because last week I told y'all that's another message for another day. Today is a, another day. Okay? I'm going to clear it up real quick. Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 19. We got to ro roll through this. And look at verse 16. It says, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? 
This was the rich young ruler. He basically wanted to know, how can I live forever? Think about it, saints of God. When you're rich, you know what you want to do? You want to maintain that status forever. Hey, I ain't trying to go nowhere, so I got to go to Jesus. How can I keep all these riches forever? Amen. Look at verse 17. And he said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. So there's a lot in that verse. Jesus asked, so why do you call me good? There's no good thing in flesh. That's really what he was telling him. Because Jesus is God in the flesh. Amen. But see, he don't want us to get used to calling things good in flesh. So he said, why do you call me good? Only God is good. And God is a spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I, God don't want us to look at anything in flesh as good. Amen. Flesh has to be crucified. And Jesus was on his way. He met this ruler. Amen. God was dwelling among us in that flesh body. But that was going to be crucified, saints. So he doesn't want us to see flesh as good. He didn't even want us to live in flesh. Amen. They didn't know they was in flesh until the fall. After they fell, then they said, let me cover up. Why wasn't they covering up at first? That wasn't his plan for them to live in a flesh body. That was foolishness brought that on. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. There's no good thing in the flesh, thanks to God. And he just was telling the, the rich young ruler, why are you calling me good in this flesh body? <laughs> but Jesus told his wealthy young man, if he wanted to enter into life, and he was telling him real life, eternal life, to keep the commandments, right? Look at verse 18. He saith unto him, which? Which ones? Jesus said, thou shalt do, thou shalt do no murder. <laughs> thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Verse 19 says, honor thy father and mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. 20, the young man said unto him, I do all that. All these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? <laughs> the young wealthy guy says, I do all of that. What am I lacking? Huh? <laughs> Verse 21, Jesus said unto him, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell thou that thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. This is what I want to clear up today. Because we get this one real twisted. Amen. Because it sounds like Jesus don't want him to have all that earthly stuff. Because he said, sell it all. To, and, uh, sell it to the poor. Or did he say, give it. And give to the poor. He said, sell it. Give what you get from the sale to the poor. And you'll have treasure in heaven. And then come and follow me. That's what he said, right? We're going to keep all this in order. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And it really does sound like he don't want them to have those earthly things. But champions, we want to be perfect. Say amen to that. 100 wins, no losses. That's what we want. He was really telling him to get rid of anything in his life that will stop him from following me. That's what he was telling him. He was just simply telling him he saw these things. He said, this is what you lack right here. You got some stuff that's going to keep you from following me. And you need to get real out of it. Here's the revelation. This is what he told Pastor Rudy 
couple of weeks ago. He said, Rudy, there's nothing you can do in the world that will trump what I'm doing for you in your life. Amen. I shared this with the men on the Bible study. Nothing. Uh, if it's time to come in here and worship God, you know what you should be doing? Coming here and worshiping God. Nothing the world can do for you that's going to trump this today. Nothing. Oh, you got to get that one in your spirit, saints of God. And that's what he's trying to tell him. But he, it sounds so hard. Sell all of it. But he was really telling me nothing in that world that's going to trump what I can do for you. So get rid of all that and follow me and let me give you some real treasure. That's what he was saying to him. Amen. Oh, see, it looked harsh. When you look at that, when you read it, how it comes out, you're like, that was hard for him to do. He had to get rid of everything. Oh, oh thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. See, God, he sits high and he looks low. What is he looking for? Faith. The currency of heaven is faith. He's looking for faithfulness. Will you believe me? You really want to do my will? I'm going to give you something to do. Let me see what you do with. We were singing that today. I want to do your will. He said, let me give you something. See if that's what you really want. Because I'm sitting up here high, and I'm looking for some faith that will do this thing that I need done right now. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Trade your possessions, temporary, yeah. for my possessions. Eternal and forever. That's what I want to show you that Jesus was telling him to do. That was the sale that Jesus told him to do, saints. Sale that thou hast was not about physical possessions. Because <laughs> Jesus is not opposed to you having great things. And I'm going to show it to you clearly in these scriptures. He just doesn't want you to put them before him. He doesn't want things blocking his blessings that he wants to bestow upon you. He don't want those things to have you. He wants you to have the things, but he just don't want them to have you. Amen. All right, now watch this. Look at verse 22. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful. For he had, <laughs> he had a lot of stuff. Amen. <laughs> He had great possessions. I told you he was a rich young ruler. <laughs> but really those possessions had him. <laughs> See, he had great possessions. He was rich in earthly things. But earthly things, saints of God, are only temporary. He walked away sad thinking he was going to lose something. But what you have is temporary. Actually, he would have gained Everything. Everything. <laughs> Forever. Everything forever. Say everything forever. That's what he was trying to get to. He was trying to see, how can I have all this stuff forever? And Jesus told him. He said, okay, one thing you like. I'm getting ready to show you how to have all that stuff forever. And then he walked away like this. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make it plain. I'm going to let the Bible tell you, show it to you, okay? Look at verse 30, 23. He walked away sorrowful. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now these disciples looking at him like, What? We not broke? We, we had businesses and everything when we said, Hey, we're going we gonna, to we gonna roll with you. Yeah. 
We wasn't broke. Matter of fact, we got a little something, something in the world. So what are you talking about, Jesus? That's what they said to him. Amen. And again, I say unto you, you're going to say it again to these disciples. Verily, I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. And again, I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. <laughs> Think about that. Them brothers was like, this is unbelievable. When his disciples heard it, they were what, saints? Exceedingly amazed. What? What are you talking about? Saying, who then can be saved? They say, who, who going to be saved? We can't be saved. <laughs> Say they were shocked, saints of God. They were saying, wait, if, if, if a rich man can't be saved, then who can be saved? Look at verse 26. But Jesus beheld them. I like when Jesus beheld. You know, he just behold you because you be way off, and he just be looking at you like, I'm going to get you straight. I'm going to get you straight. Don't worry about it. He just beheld them and said unto them, with man, this is impossible. But with God, Everything is possible. Amen. See, if you're worldly trusting in the world system, it's impossible for you to be saved. Please hear me. But if you are in Christ, trusting God, everything is possible. Amen. We got to wrap this up. I'm ready for the man of God. Putting these papers away. Amen. Good master, what shall I, shall I do that I may have eternal life? Asked the rich young ruler. <laughs> and Jesus told him, and he walked away sad, right? Look at verse 27. Then Jesus then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? Peter said, We have gave up everything to follow you. For what? That's what he's asking. For what? Why do we do that? We're not going to enter into heaven? That's what Peter said. See, these are some champions. Disciples are champions. They're students of the word. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Verse 28. And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that means for sure. Surely, surely, for sure, for sure. That we which have followed, that ye which have followed me in the re re regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. He was letting them 12 disciples know they are going to enter heaven and sit on some thrones when they enter there, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Me and Minister Lisa had this conversation. Minister Lisa told me when she entered into, she wants some, some rewards, some crowns. Huh? She just don't want to enter in, barely, barely getting in. No, I want some stuff when I get in there. Amen. That's what you told me, Minister Lisa. I want some stuff when I get in there, Pastor. Praise God. Oh, the Lord just spoke to you. What he said? He go, you got some stuff when you get in there. He got some stuff for you right now. Grab that saints to God. He got some for you right now before you get there. Oh, I'm going to prove that with the scriptures. Thank you, Lord God. Look at verse 29. And everyone that have forsaken houses, listen to me now, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, 
or lands for my name's sakes shall receive a hundredfold and, in and, and shall inherit everlasting life. <laughs> now Jesus is talking about, is not just talking about in heaven in the by and by saints. Right. Or he's, or he's speaking of He's speaking of earth also, because look what it says. It says, receive a hundredfold. He's talking about that's right now. Because right after that, then he says, and you shall inherit everlasting life. That's the heaven part in the by and by. Amen. But that hundredfold, he's talking about you're going to get that right now. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. He was talking about right now, saints. Not in the by and by. See, trading things for Jesus' name's sake, you will, you will profit, saints, right now. And you're going to inherit eternal life. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. That's <laughs> sister Tawada, no one to say thank you, for real. She screamed that out. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was not telling that rich young man to sell everything and poorly follow him. Say amen to that. That's not what he was telling them. <laughs> but he was so caught up in things. Now let me prove that to you for real in another location. And then we're going to have Reverend Dunlap up here blessing us with that full meal deal. Amen. Amen. That, that breakfast of champions. Amen. Because you know the Bible confirms itself, right? All right, so let's look at Mark's gospel. We looked at Matthew, right? All right, let's look at Mark's gospel. Look at verse 26. 10 Mark 10 and verse 26. And they were astonished out of measure, saying among themselves, who then can be saved? Okay, we saw that right there in Matthew, right? Yeah. Now we're in Mark. <laughs> Amen. Mark saying to say, they were astonished out of measure. He took it a little further. He said, in, in Matthew, what did it say? They were shocked. They were amazed. But, but, but Mark said, no, they were astonished out of measure. Saying among themselves, they start talking among themselves. You know how, how when, that, when that go down, who then can be saved? And Jesus looking upon them. Now the other time he was just, be, what does it say? Beheld? He beheld them. Now look what Mark said. He looked at them. <laughs> Jesus looking upon them saith, with men it is impossible, but with God, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Then Peter began to say to him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. Same script, right? Same thing in Mark. The Bible's confirming itself right now. Look at verse 29. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that have left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels. These are the same sacrifices we make for Christ and the gospel. Amen. Look at verse 30. But he shall receive an hundredfold. Is that clear? See, that wasn't Pastor Rudy's interpretation. Huh? Look how Mark went it, went it past. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time, just in case you got it twisted. <laughs> houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution yeah. and in the world to come what are you going to get 
That's all. That's what the rich young ruler wanted. Amen. Jesus showed him how to get it. Quit. Don't put nothing in front of me. Amen. Anything that you have, saying to God, please hear what I'm telling you right now. If you got it in front of God, get rid of it. Amen. Let it go. If it's stopping you from spending your time in the Lord, you need to get rid of it. <laughs> he got champions are crowned. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But many that are first <laughs> shall be last. And the last first. See, God is so just and he's so fair. Amen. I'm asking if you all would please stand. Praise God. I just wanted to clear that mess up right there. You know, because some, some get it twisted. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.